the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings and nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show, home of real financial news, not fake financial news you catch on CNN and other places. We're here to tell you the facts as, as we see them and, uh, be as honest and straightforward as possible. And, and actually, I'm just kidding around, but in all seriousness, so much of the financial news now is 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 just people going on and, and getting their spin of, of stories and, and different things like that. And, and so it's hard to sit there and really get people, find people that, that, that give you an honest opinion of what they think. It might be right, it might be wrong, but, but to get really to give you an honest, well thought out answer of really what they're thinking and what, what, what they're looking at. And, and, and this is what, you know, I've always, we pattern a show after, because it's hard to find people like that. So we try to be as honest as possible and really give you what we're seeing, try to look over and see what's going to happen in, in how to save for retirement, how to build up wealth and give you the answers. And, and so that you can, you can do it yourself and, and you can build up wealth. And so, you know, that, that really, we are the non-fake news financial radio show here in Houston. And, uh, so uh, our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term, to save aggressively, invest conservatively. And and the there's other financial shows that are also non-fake. I, I have a lot of friends of mine in the radio business, and so I don't want to— uh, say all of them are like that, but but I think it's easier because really uh, I run the show and, and and so I'm responsible for what for what the content is and I I, I basically can t- tell you what I think, which is really incredibly uh, unusual today because so much is is controlled by other sources, other news. I mean, for instance, at CNN, I, I don't I think those people won't get a bonus. Bloomberg's even worse; they do not get a bonus unless they're trash talking Donald Trump several times during the show on Bloomberg Radio. And and you're not going to get that here. Uh, we like Donald Trump, but really, I, you know, I, if some, he does something I he, I don't like, I'll, I'll I'll say it. And I think that's very important. And I think it's very important to find people that can give you good, honest uh, advice in anything. And I think it's tougher and tougher to do. Although it, it, with the internet is opening that up now, so you so you, so we have more opportunity. And this is really what tremendous about the fake news and the media and everything else is so much it was really controlled by people that were trying to give you their spin, whatever it was. And uh, that's not bad if you like to spin, but if you don't, then it's it's not. And, and understand when you're being manipulated. And, and, and so 
our philosophy and our motto is to save aggressively, invest conservatively. And that, that I think, is the key to building up wealth over the long term. We're coming up on year in. It's been uh, an exceptionally tough year. We've been talking about this all year. We're actually talking about for over a year. We really thought the market would turn in trouble. We thought you needed to have higher levels of cash. And 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 that's what we're seeing happen. You're seeing, the, you know, what, what we've been thinking was going to happen is really coming about. And and. And so more than ever, it's important to save money and very conservatively manage it. Coming in on year end, we got the new, we're going to be talking about the new year. Next couple of shows, we're going to be talking about, look, it's a year in. Now's the time to adjust your savings rate. If your savings rate is not working, if your savings plan is not work, getting in there for a time, now's the time to sit down and come up with an alternative plan. Most people, if you're not saving 10% plus the company match, you're not saving enough money. So now's the time to boost it up. Look, we have a lot of people that come in that that don't, don't they put away ten, twelve percent a year plus the company match, and they they come in with a million, two million, sometimes three million dollars, and, and and so it can be done. And, and very rarely do do I ever come across anybody that just had this system that made them a fortune. Now you know we come across some people with Google and other places that just worked at the right place, but but. The power of, of compounding of money and the power of, of saving every single paycheck is absolutely massive. And this is why, you know, we talked about this on the show. People come to us with an IRA rollover. They move, roll over their 401k plan. And sometimes it's an old one. And, they, and so they're at the new job. Well, they go, well, Ted, should I start sending my money over here for the new savings? I said, absolutely not. Continue to save money in the 401k plan. Would we like to have more money for them to manage? Yes. But more importantly, I know if it's in their 401k savings plan, every single paycheck, it'll come out no matter what. No matter if they need a new car, they have medical issues, they have uh, school, sending kids to college, whatever, they're continuing to save that money. Whereas if they're just sending us a check, if something comes up, we won't get it, and it damages their savings program. So the power of, of the of save pay, paying yourself first through your paycheck is absolutely as strong as the power of compounding of interest, and this is why we always say to save that way. Now we've also had other people. We have people come in; they save money in their plan, do a good job. They also do some real estate or something else to kind of they'll buy a piece of real estate and save up and build up and pay it off. That's another good way to make it. But you have to have some type of plan in place. Maybe it's it might be look, I'm lagging on my. Savings, I'm going to increase at 2%, and I'm going to have my, my home paid off. We've talked a lot about it. It's imperative you have your home paid off by the time you retire. doesn't mean if you're retiring at the end of the year, the house has to be paid off within the end of the year. It can be paid off within two years, but sometime in that time frame, because remember, you have, on an average, 20 to 25 years or more once you retire to need money and to continue to have to deal with retirement. And so what you want to do is you want to lay the groundwork, not for the year after you retire, but for 10 years in the future. And that's one of the key things. We'll be talking some more about that during the show. But if you've got any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070 here on, on 1070 The Answer. Uh, and that's what Oscar did. Hello, Oscar. Hey, good morning, Ted. Hey, Ted, uh, are we going to get QE5? <laughs> oh, yeah. The question is when. The yeah. The, the question, I, the, here's my thing. I think we have a liquidity problem. I think that's the reason that we have this little uh, little, this little bear market going on right now because yeah. of liquidity. So are we going to have, excuse me, the Bernanke put? Well, look, that that's a tough question. And, and the answer is 
that he's most likely going to say, hey, we're going to stop and we're going to be data dependent going forward. Yeah. Now, here's the problem he has, is if every single time the market goes down, the Fed comes rushing and flooding it with money, there's a lot of people out there, a lot of economists and a lot of Americans that are pretty fed up with the flood the economy with money uh, right. because it's led to a massive uh the disparity of wealth in the country, right. and so they're more likely to hold off. But but they're I think they're going to stop raising. Now keep in mind, if if you're Chairman Powell, you're looking at the economy and going, hmm, I've got a three percent GDP growth. It is slowing. I have a three point seven percent unemployment rate. That's a pretty tight labor market. I have I have wages going up some say two point seven. I've seen some three percent wage growth, which is pretty good. You know. I'm not going to do I don't think I do a QE right now just because the economy is reasonably good. Now, do I stop and say we're going to hold off? Probably so. I think what I wanted to keep in mind that a Fed funds two, two and a quarter right now, and maybe they run up to two and a half. I don't have a lot of room to cut if we go into a, a, a slowdown. So I want to play things out as long as possible because I really don't know is this a little slowdown? Do we slow down? To, from 3% or 2.7% growth to 2% growth, or to be going to recession. And I don't know that, and they don't know that. Uh, but, Ted, here's my yeah. question, though. Mm-hmm. If, if, if there's no QE5 as an example, yeah. do you think that these high-priced equities and high-priced real estate will stay up there? I, I think if there's no some sort of liquidity for both the real estate and for equities, I don't. I don't. I think that they're just going to slide down. Both of them. Uh, what's your opinion about look, that? Look, or, yeah, I think you know? you're seeing you're seeing slowdown in real estate, particularly on the east and west coast. Yes. Much less so in the middle of the country. Uh, asset prices are are continuing high. Look, I I think the margin growth is coming to an end for corporate America. They're under huge pressure to move supply chains out of China back into the United States. That's more expensive. Uh, at 3.7 percent weight uh, unemployment, there's pressure on wages. Uh, there's pressure to put more plant and equipment in the United States. Uh, that the logistics costs are right are going up, and in, in inflation, a lot of their indicators are going up. It, it, and so they're under a lot of pressure right now, uh, and it's going to pressure margins. So I think the market, yeah, I think this is what you're seeing is the market's coming down. The global economy is very clearly slowing across the globe, with the exception of the United States. We're slowing a little bit, but we still get a really good economy. It, and, and so that's what they're dealing with. Will we get a QE5? Yes. The question is when and how. I think they say that into next year. Because remember, he doesn't want to go to to raising rates to do a QE5 immediately. They're going to drag it out and see how this plays out. So be you're talking about maybe, huh? What's that? I lost you for a second, Oscar. Uh, it'll be next summer sometime, probably. Yeah, anything, yeah. Right? I, I think you have to watch and see. We have to see how China's going to play out. Uh, how bad is that economy over there? We think it's worse than people think. And we got some. Ver- One of the reasons the market sold off 500 points this Friday was I got some really bad numbers coming out of China, and, yeah. and so. That's what I think we're looking at. I think the the Fed doesn't want to look like they're being pushed around by the president and and Jim Cramer, yeah. and, and so <laughs> you know and Jim Cramer. Okay. Hey, I hope they I hope they put that girl. Uh, I hope they put that Chinese girl away for about thirty years. 
And, um, you know, because, uh, well, I'm kidding you. Yeah. If they put her 30 years, that's, that's going to really put them, uh, you know, put them where, where they're going to have to uh, uh, do some sort of negotiation, right? That's what yeah, she, yeah, look, they're not going to do I mean, yeah, I hear what you're saying, but they, they won't do that. Look, Huawei, uh, we're talking about the CFO of Huawei. Look, they pretty much are running copies of Apple iPhones. They're, they're basically, uh, they're very, the nicest thing you can say about Huawei is they're extremely tied into the Chinese military. I mean, and you could actually go further than that. So clearly we've got to set an example here. Uh, the worst thing the Chinese can do is is jail a couple of Americans, and they're not. I, don't, I would be surprised because basically they don't want Americans afraid to go over there and do business, and, and so they're they're kind of in a box. Look for her. Look for that to kind of be sort of swept under the rug. Look for that probably some type of fine, some agreements coming in. In in but but uh, again, th- this shows you how really tough and how deadly serious the the Chinese trade war is. Hey, hey, you think the Chinese? Yeah, hey, well, one more. You think the Chinese are not gonna uh, you, you know take their money out of our, our, the treasuries or the fourth trillion, whatever they have in there? You don't think they're gonna do that? Uh, here's the problem they got is, and I haven't <laughs> seen some recent numbers. Is they've got about three three point one trillion dollars, give or take a couple a hundred billion. Uh, foreign exchange reserves, and I think it's getting close, it's closer to under three trillion. I've seen some numbers that say they need two point five to two point six trillion to manage their economy. They don't have the money everybody thinks they have out there. Yeah, and, and this is a real danger. So they could be selling some treasuries, but it might just be because they need the money and they have to try to somehow. Uh, st- they're going to have to stabilize yuan, so they might have to buy yuan. They might have to uh, pay dollars for it. So it's it, it, it's a tough situation for them. But I, I'm not worried about them uh, selling treasuries. Uh, treasuries are a really good deal right now for, for American investors, and we'll take up the slack. Thank you, Ted. Thanks, Oscar. Yeah, really good. You know, Oscar's a really well-thought-out questions there. Look, uh, not a good week for the market. I mean, it just there's just no other way around it. Uh, it was uh, down across the board. And, uh, y- you know, and it's uh, – I'm going to get into this a little later on in the show, but it, it's – it really is uh, just just been a, a tough situation with the market, and, and we've been warning you about this, about the need to, to maintain higher levels of cash. Uh, we wrote a, we've been writing about it in our max out savings report. I'm going to write my uh, ne- next report this week, over the weekend, uh, in, in and try to get that out uh, uh, early part of next week, discussing some of this. We've been talking about rate, having cash in the sidelines in. Uh, all year long and, and just warning about these problems in in you know cash has been about the best asset class out there right now and we're to discuss some of this right after the uh, this quick break right here on the max out savings show but look if you haven't gone to the website maxoutsavings.com signed up for that newsletter it's a free newsletter i write it to try to help you out i uh, just go to the website maxoutsavings.com Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka will return shortly. To speak with Ted Gioka now, call 713-339-1070. Back in a moment with the Max Out Savings Show. 
This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. We return now to the Max Out Savings Show. Here's Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings, investments, and your retirement. And, uh, you know, it's just been... uh, We've been talking so much about having a defensive plan in place all year. We've been saying how you need to be cautious in this market, uh, higher levels of cash. And and it's uh, looking at the returns year to date. I mean, they're down pretty much across the board. It's uh, the uh, the Dow is down. The Nasdaq is down. uh, I'm sorry. The Nasdaq is the only thing that is up is the nasdaq it's up 0.11 uh and uh the uh the s&p is down a little bit a percent or so uh the the nyc composite which is all the stocks in the new york stock exchange is down eight percent the russell 2000 is down seven percent the mid caps are down 7.4 percent and it's pretty much it's been a few big growth stocks at the very top that have held up some of the averages and, and and they're starting to come back. And, it, and and what's unique about this market has been everything has gone down. And uh, I, I think it's over 90 to 95% of the asset classes globally have gone down. This never happened since 1900. It didn't happen in the, in the Great Depression. Uh, and it didn't happen in the 73, four bull market. It didn't happen in 08. In the financial panic, I mean, some assets went up, you know, gold, dollars, bonds, things like that. But but uh, it, it's really been pretty astonishing how everything has gone down across the board. And, it, and it's actually been 
you know, really worse overseas. If you look at Paris is down about eight, eight, nine percent. The DAX, depending on which of the ones you look at, it's about fifteen, sixteen percent. Uh one of the DAXs is down eighteen. Uh Hong Kong is down fifteen. Uh the US dollars it's down nine and a half percent. Uh Shanghai is down massively. Uh, it, it, it's just all across the board, uh, uh, pretty much a declining global market. In in uh, Japan, down 11 percent or so. Uh, it, you know, in the really what we're looking at is is the. But but it, it it's just it, it didn't it, it didn't extend. Typically, when that happens, bonds went up. But but that's not really what we've seen in this case either. It's looking at the bond market. Uh, the uh, looking at the bond market, uh, bonds are down pretty much across the board uh, year to date. Uh, you know, bonds are down. Short term bonds are up. Short term government bonds are up, and 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 that's pretty much it. Treasuries three three months treasury bills are up, and and and, and everything else is down and. Uh, High yield bonds, investment grade bonds, uh, emerging market bonds, just across the board, uh, we, we, we've seen, you know, uh, a real problem with, with the bond market in general. Uh, it, and, and so you had to be short term. You have to be in money markets, in treasuries. Uh, the dollar went up. The dollar, we actually owned a, uh, an ETF that was just a dollar index for our client. That went up, but, but really not much else globally has done that and that's because we're seeing the end of quantitative easing and money is pulling up and and the Federal Reserve has pushed up asset prices for the last decade. And and so everything kind of went up on this flood of money and now they're trying to pull it back and in the minute you know they, they started pulling it back and then it reaches a point where they do a certain amount and they're just at panic reigns on Wall Street and everything and everyone's selling everything in in, in kind of a liquidity panic out there. Uh and so the question is, do they do they flood the system again? I think, yeah, they would like to. The problem they're running into is the last 10 years, we had the worst growth rate, the worst growth rate in probably 100 years for a decade, worse than the Depression. We had, I'll repeat that. We had worse growth uh, under the Federal Reserve's quantitative easing programs for a decade than we did during the Depression, that the Federal Reserve, Ben Bernanke, was the foremost authority on the Depression, and he was going to prevent it. Well, he prevented things from getting really bad, but what happened is is all they did was push up asset prices and and create a massive amount of, of income inequality. You know, during the 1930s, the income, in, well, there was massive income inequality into the 20s and into the, and then uh, during the 30s, the income in 40s, the income inequality shrunk back down and we kind of eliminated the problem. And, and Bernanke just uh, made the situation worse. And, and so th- th- they're reluctant to flood the system with money again. Most likely, how I think it, if you had to say, we had a question about this, how we play it out is uh, the Europeans are in big trouble. They're trying to cut back some of their quantitative easing. Uh, the problem is their, their economy is in trouble. And so what they're likely to, to do is is the Fed is likely to engage in some type of quantitative easing next year to help them out. Uh, the, 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 the central bankers have been, one of them will run quantitative easing for a couple of years and then announce they're stopping. And then the other one, the EU, the Europeans and the Japanese will start a quantitative easing program to kind of disguise what they're doing. 
And but if you look at it on a chart, it, they kind of keep pushing a number up, but different ones do it. And so we're probably going to come back when that happens. The dollar plunges, oil goes up, uh, gold will explode. We're still looking for a currency crisis sometime in the next two years. That really, I think you're going to see some mass, massive changes coming up here. And, and so I, th- I think you have to be cautious. Uh, but but in this world today, very few assets are going up, in, and so you've got to be very picky with higher levels of cash. Some of the money markets, and, and, and something you want to take a look at is you've got to be real careful with a lot of these firms. A lot of their money markets are paying close to zero. Uh, and so what you have to do is if your money market is paying zero, you want to try to get into a higher yielding money market. And, and, and some of these money markets, by the way, it doesn't appear to be – you can get into higher levels with in the past if you had to get a, a higher yielding money fund you you had to take more risk a high yield money market fund or something but that's not the case i mean we you know just even some of the you you go with some of the treasury money markets or or, or even some tax free money markets uh, certain types are yielding better than the other plain money markets so check and find out what your money markets are actually paying uh on money in um and and see, particularly with the banks, uh, in other, and even some of the big uh, brokerage firms, they, they're just they're not they're paying close to zero on their money markets. And you can go out there and get one and a half, two uh, percent on a treasury money market. So you know it, it's it's uh, something to think about. Uh, you can go with a uh, uh, there. There's treasury bill ETFs out there. You can go with they're, they're again very short term, reasonably pretty low risk treasury bill money market uh, ETF. Those are some of the type of things uh, that are the short-term type of investments out there. I, at shorter-term bonds are doing well. It, going out two years in CDs and uh, and treasuries, not a bad opportunity. Two point seven percent. That's look. It, it's like Ted. That's not that good, but that's for your ultra-safe money. Understand? Understand? Two years ago, for your ultra-safe money, two years out, you got close to a half a percent, point four percent. Point three percent, it was you know horrible, and and, and so finally, uh, now that the Fed has raised rates, savers and investors, uh, get the, the savers in this country get paid for for saving their money. It, it's not fair to always you know take advantage of the saving the savers in this country, and the people that are trying to build up wealth always taking advantage of them to try to help out speculators on Wall Street. So. You're seeing some opportunities. So very bad market this week. Yesterday, the market fell 500 points. Uh, week before, it just completely plunged. And, and this week, it, it went down again. You know, the transports were down 4% this week. Uh, you know, the, the some of the other ones, the S&P was down 1.1 and a quarter percent. It was holding up. I mean, it was like, and, and, and so the Dow was off 500 points. Lots of stocks we saw down 8, 10%. And so you've got to be cautious in this market and you have to manage because this is your retirement and nobody wants to lose 57 percent of their money parked in an S&P 500 index fund. And, uh, you know, it, like we did in, in 2009. And, and so, you know, we didn't. We had our clients protected at Max Out Savings Advisors. But but a lot of people did it. And the problem is a lot of people are pushing index funds out there. And, and understand if you're in the in the S&P 500 index fund, the Dow Jones index fund, the NASDAQ index fund, the S&P mid cap index fund, and the S&P small cap index fund, and the Russell 2000 index fund, you're in all the same thing. 
you're, uh, the bigger ones have done well. Those uh, the other small ones mentioned, they're down seven eight percent year to date. The big ones are being held up by only a few stock massive stocks at the top engaged in big uh, systematic stock buyback cro- programs to try to support their prices. But once those things start to fail, the S&P is going to go down as well. So understand if you're piled in all these index funds in the world today of quantitative easing, massive money, uh, artificial intelligence programs, trading programs, high-speed programs, and all types of computerized trading go on on Wall Street. They're all looking at every single stock identically. They're looking at it on a chart basis. And, and so if you're in one thing, you're in a lot of others, and it's much tougher. You've got to be much more specific in how you invest money than we have been in the past. And, 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 and the, the decade of, 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 of just parking in an index fund is over. The index funds, the S&P 500 index fund, I think over the next uh, next 10 years is going to be like the Roach Motel of index funds. You're going to be able to get in, but you'll never be able to leave. And, and so this is something we have to watch. We have a lot of global problems, unlike the, anything out there. I mean, it, it was interesting. This week, uh, the market sold off Friday. You know, I, I kept thinking, well, it's going to bounce. We really didn't do a lot. We're still extremely cautious. But I figured, hey, we'll probably get a bounce. It didn't even bounce. It just kept going lower and lower and lower. And uh, the the the... It, that was kind of surprising. Now, some news came out of China, but it, they're also the market seems to be coming increasingly spooked by Mueller and the New York uh, uh, attorney's office. They're all desperate to take down Donald Trump. And, and in the past, you know, you had the Game of Thrones where you try to take out the king or, you know, you do it like Adolf Hitler. You know, they try to sneak a briefcase in and blow him up in a conference room. And in the world today, we, we have we basically have special prosecutors like Mueller in New, New York uh, district attorney's office trying to take out the president because they all hate him and they're plotting, you know, one way after another. And, and instead of a bomb, they're trying to use the law. I, I you know, it, it bothers me a little bit. Uh, if someone will show me some legitimate law that's broken and, and not some fishing expedition or, you know, trying to contrive or trick people into doing something so you can catch them and, and, and induce them into something, I, I would understand it. But, it, but to me, it really almost looks a little bit more like, uh, sedition or something quite frankly in 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 so uh this is a concern and this is a concern for Wall Street. people might look up one day and when we see the market down it's you know big and we we could be in a recession it, it, it might have been brought about by basically the media uh you know convincing everybody the the economy is sailing off a cliff and donald trump is a villain that's that 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 is you know completely corrupt and crooked and we all need to sit there and and somehow suffer pittance over this situation. I mean, it's extraordinary. And, and, you know, our economy is in better shape than every other economy in the world right now. The Chinese economy is in very tough shape. My sources in Hong Kong are telling me they're under huge pressure. Their economy's in trouble. Uh, they're not doing well over there. The recent numbers came out of out of uh, uh, factory output we uh, weakened for the first time in like three years. Uh, what do we have here? Uh, auto retail sales were only up eight percent. That was the worst in like fifteen years. Uh, the uh, retail sales were actually yes yeah, slowest in fifteen years. Industrial production was up five percent. Uh, that was the worst in I think three years. Autos uh, were the worst since the, since the nineteen nineties. 
in, in over there uh, for growth-wise are starting to slow down across the board. And by the way, you cannot believe any of the numbers coming out of China. So, the, so when they're showing the numbers weakened like this, they're liable a lot worse. It, it, and what we've been talking about it, and what you're not hearing out there from the mainstream media on this whole subject is, look, Venezuela was one of the best oil producers in the world. And you know they had a very good. The, the, people people respected the Venezuelan oil company. They were big producers of oil. Uh, the country ran reasonably well down there. Had a big solid middle class. And then Maduro took over and they converted it to socialism. It's gone downhill. Oil production is plunged. People are fleeing the country. They can't afford to eat. They're 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 refugees pouring across the Colombian and Brazilian border. The country, the average person has lost weight in Venezuela. There's no food. It's because they converted to socialism. So China goes back from an enlightened communism, social, uh, capitalistic model, quasi-democracy over to, over to a hardline communist authoritarian country. And we're all being led to believe that their growth will continue to happen. I don't think it will. And the dirty secret is their economy is not going down because of the United States. It's going down because nobody likes to work in a hardline communist dictatorship and it's not conducive to economic growth and it never has been. And so I think those are one of the interesting things. Let's take a quick call from Charles. Hey, Charles, how are you doing? Uh, fine, Ted. Uh, just got a quick question. There was a news item yesterday uh, uh, on uh, Johnson and Johnson on some kind of talc yeah. talc issue that uh, I it, it, what kind of struck me about this whole thing was and it was something that Reuters put out. Uh, I'm just kind of wondering if this this type of information is being somewhat manipulated because first of all this 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 wasn't any revelation or news item. I mean, there's been a couple of lawsuits brought against the company on this, but what what I find rather surprising, of course, is, I mean, you know, it took the stock down like 10%. But I'm just wondering how what how SEC views these things, because it makes you kind of wonder if there, if, if there could be somebody within the news organization that could be working with, say, a hedge fund manager or something to release. In other words, people prepositioning themselves on the on the short side or something and then this stuff just conveniently happens to be leaked and then all of a sudden you know people are profiting from from this sort of thing and i'm just wondering how much of this do you think is really going on oh I, I, I'm, I'm not talking just about this company i'm talking about it in general charles that's one of the problems you have with the media today is is there's most of these media companies they have cut workers and cut workers and cut workers and they so they don't have enough workers so they're fed stories all the time and by by PR firms and people like that. It, there's either people shorting J and uh, J that convince them to put the story in there, or more likely is there's billions of dollars to be made by trial attorneys if they can convince the the the, the country that that baby powder causes cancer. Billions to the lawyers, and so. These guys are, you know, they they got a lot of money invested signing up clients, and so that if they can get some stories put in the media like that, it's it's, it's massively profitable. Yeah, look, I think this stuff should be looked at. I mean, they went after Elon Musk for tweeting right. he thought he had a deal, and yet uh, you, you see this all the time with, with these short sellers and and these trial attorneys doing this type of stuff, and and uh, the SEC doesn't seem to be doing anything about it. And 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 there's massive amounts of money to be made. 
Uh, you know, it, it, look, I mean, it, it's a tough situation for J&J. We had a few positions for kind of legacy positions that came in, and we just got rid of it earlier in the day just because, you know, we really want to have a lot of cash, and we just didn't want to deal with this right now and thought it was going to – it's it's going to take a while to work the negatives through the, on that system. Yeah, I, I was going to just simply say that, you know, my, my late mother – use that 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 baby powder stuff all of her life she never got cancer i've used it i never got cancer so i mean i mean i think bottom line is i mean there's something to be said for some of this stuff and i i just think that yeah. i think a lot of this stuff to me looks like it's manipulated but i think that these billion dollar hedge fund guys that that are in the background i think that to a certain extent it wouldn't take much for one of these guys to you know, get with some news reporter, and next thing you know, they're concocting some sort of something, and then these people are profiting from it. And you know, and you're right. I I kind of wonder if the SEC shouldn't start taking a real hard look at a lot of this stuff because I think this is all just contributing to the overall volatility of the market. You know. Yeah, and lack of trust for people. Oh, look, right. It's the same thing with the Roundup deal. You know, I, I have right, friends right. of mine that are. You know, they actually te- they were the some of the first people that tested that. I don't know, thirty or forty years ago, and these people are like seventy, eighty years old now. And and you know, we I use the stuff, and you know, and and they're just frightening everybody. And and uh, that, that, exactly, exactly. And I and I think that's why I'm saying I think that there's money to be made in this stuff. And to me, it's no different than front running or anything else. And, uh, you know, I think these people need to be called out on it. And I think uh, I honestly think that if somebody like the New York attorney general made a statement on that regard, that there would be some investigations. I think a lot of this uh, volatility would quiet down pretty quickly here. It has to be the SEC. Look, the New York attorney general is not going to get involved in anything unless he thinks he can make a bunch of money from New York. Let's be realistic. And I'd like to see, quite frankly, Texas get more aggressive in that because New York always cooks up these schemes to make a bunch of money for themselves up there. Right. But look, I mean, to your answer, uh, I think the SEC could be looking into some of this type of stuff. I I think what what we really need to see happen is is people are becoming increasingly distrustful about the markets, and and I think they 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 put a lot of energy in making sure we have pretty clean markets and people that in in, in with people that deal with money and clients and things like that. But but they've not looked at where there's been a lot of people that have been manipulating the market through through uh, artificial intelligence programs, high-speed trading programs. I'm convinced they can manipulate the market, by the way. Absolutely. Right, I, and the reason I say that is if you give me a $50 billion fund and, and the, enough computers, more computers than NASA, I promise you I can do it. So yes. I know they're doing it. And, and and so they need to start cleaning it up. They need to start going after some of these other people that are making fortunes off the backs of individual investors. And, and they've done a really good job of cleaning up and making sure that the average advisor brokers and people like that do an honest type of thing but 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 what's destroying people's confidence is really these type of things good call thanks well, Charles. thanks Ted. yeah now this is this is a problem out there in and you can see this globally people any government or organizations more and more going to have to make sure that 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 they are looking out for the people in, in, in a level playing field because people right now are distrustful of organizations. And so they ha- these bureaucracies and agencies need to look more populous in order to show people that they're doing a job for them. And this it's not in the United States. It's all over the planet. You're seeing riots in all over Europe today because of these type of things. Anyway, we'll be right back right here on the, quick, on the Max Out Savings Show. 
Ted Gioka and the Max Out Savings Show continue after this short break. To find out more about Max Out Savings Advisors, visit MaxOutSavings.com. In a moment, more of the Max Out Savings Show. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. We're talking savings, investments in your retirement. Our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively, invest conservatively. If you need some help, go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. You can sign up for the free Max Out Savings Report. That's a really good deal, free. And we send it out about once a month, talk about savings, investments, uh, a lot of stuff on these markets recently, uh, trying to uh, help you build wealth, understand where we are, and uh, just go to the website, maxoutsavings.com, and sign up for the free report. Or if you need help, uh, you, I also uh, you can request an appointment, and I'll sit down with you and go over your uh, finances and show you how. We'll take a look and see how you're set for retirement and then show you how we manage money at Max Out Savings Advisors using our risk-based value investing approach to the stock and bond markets. Uh, you know, again, really bad week in the market. Market was down 500 points. It, it rallies up for a couple of days and then completely falls apart. Uh, we we were short for a while and covered and did real well for a client. It was more of a hedge. We put a hedge on, and, and then if it had gone up a little bit more, I might have put the hedge back on. We we just still have a whole lot of cash, and we're just being super cautious. I think I think that's how you have to be. Uh, we were talking earlier about the need to have take a look at your money fund, make sure it's paying you a decent rate of return. If it's not, uh, you know, it, it's uh, it, it's 
you know, some some of these things have like a cash component or something that's tied to the firm, and they don't pay any money. It's okay if you've got a small amount of money in those, but you don't want to have big amounts of money in a money market fund that's not yielding much money. And and so, uh, under understand because because what's happened from two years ago, rates have gone from about the, I think I was looking at the the two year was going as about point four point five up to two point seven percent. That's a massive move up. And so there's opportunities in the short end of the market. Looking at the returns year to date, top performers, short term bond funds, short term government bond funds, treasury bill funds, uh thirty day treasury bills, those are the top performers globally pretty much across uh, you know, the dollar. The dollar was the other big one. Yeah and, and so Understand you you you've got to mitigate risk in this market and and you know we'll have to see what happens. Uh, a couple thoughts. Uh, we're we're working on our outlooks for 2019. One of the one of the we don't like the corporate bond market. If you look at corporate bond yields, they're they're not that great. Interest rates are very low, but uh, the the uh, the what do you call it the the debt to EBITDA, the, the levels on corporate bonds are just not that good. Uh, on corporate America, uh, is is just it's in at record highs. There's more leverage in corporate America than there almost has been in history. Now the uh, the interest coverage is pretty good because interest rates are so low. But if those rates start going up, it's going to balloon and explode on these corporations. A lot of corporations have taken a lot of a lot of debt to buy companies. They've taken on a lot of debt to engage in massive stock buyback programs to boost the stock so they could hit their bonuses. And if you look at some of these companies, you look what's happened to GE, you look what's happened to uh, AB InBev, which is Budweiser. The stocks are down massively because they took on too much debt. You look at Molson Coors, same thing. That's down because they took on a whole bunch of debt. The market slowed on them, and they're and they're struggling. There's there's other ones out there. These the, we're seeing a lot of, of companies that purchase things. They overpaid for them. They're overled with their debt, and they're in financial trouble. Uh, we, we we talked about in the last Max Out Savings report that in the past, uh, it, debt is rated investment grade. And non-investment grade or high yield, investment grade is triple B, A, double A, triple triple A, uh, and and then double B is in, is high yield. High yield's not bad, but if you're real, you know, there's some good companies there, but you got to look hard. In the past, it's been about twenty seven, twenty eight percent triple B, and then the rest is A, double A, and triple A bonds for investment grade. Right now, it's about fifty two percent triple B, which is just above investment grade. That tells me two things. Too many companies have had taken on too much debt and they're getting their ratings cut. Lowe's this week, Lowe's, uh, they announced a massive stock buyback program. They're being cut by the rating agencies because they're taking on a bunch of debt to do it. And so, and the other thing is I'm seeing is the, the chief financial officers have got to maintain an investment grade, uh, setting for the company. The problem is these guys are being so aggressive in buying back stock and buying other companies that, that they've allowed their their debt levels to get just above investment grade, which means in the next economic slowdown or recession, a lot of these companies are going to get kicked into high yield and have financial trouble. 
looking at the pricing and investment grades for our clients, you know, we're always looking to buy bonds, it, it, it doesn't justify yet. That tells me the crisis isn't there in the investment grade. That tells me sometime next year there's going to be bigger problems. There's about $1.2 trillion worth of investment grade debt coming up in the next two years that's going to have to be redone at higher rates, and that's going to cause real problems for the market. So I think one of the things we're looking at is is that that I think you want to avoid corporate bond debt right now. You want to stick with municipal bond and and government bond debt near term. Next year, I think you're going to get a better opportunity in the investment grade because if the economy slows, rates are going to fall, but you're going to see uh, problems in the investment grade market, and it's going to push up the level of all the, inv- the, the, the the yields for investment grade and the prices down. So that's one. I think that's going to be one of the big things. It's going to be a crisis in the, uh, uh, or at least. Big problems in the in the corporate bond market, so we'd avoid that. Now, that's one of the things we're going to be talking about. By the way, we're coming up. The, this is the last segment of the show. If you want to get in with a quick question about savings, investments, the markets, your IRA rollover, uh, give us a call at seven one three 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 nine ten seventy here on the Max Out Savings Show. Uh, and it's a gorgeous day out there, and uh, we're heading out here shortly. But uh, so. So so that's so avoid corporate debt. Look, the market's come down quite a bit. Uh I'll give you some thoughts. It's broken underneath. Remember we talked about that it's broken the 50 the 100. We'd be careful 100-day moving average in the 50 week. It's gone under the 100 week moving average and, and the market is broken underneath the technical support lines on the S&P 500 that go back to 2009. That that that, that is a worrisome thing. It, it, I think you really have to be somewhat cautious in here and understand. Now, stocks have come way down, and the economy really is only slowed a little bit. Globally, there's much worse problems. And, and so you could see some rallies. We have a Federal Reserve meeting next week. They're liable to raise rates maybe once uh, and, and then – say they're going to be data dependent going forward to try to, you know, give the idea that they're not going to push rates way up. Remember, the market two months ago was expecting three rate increases next year. And that's kind of when it panicked and uh, and, and fell apart. So look for that. That could be some things. But but I do think you, you want to take a look at some opportunities uh, in the market uh, but you want to be careful to understand it's broken down and understand you need to have higher levels of cash in this market. I, 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 it's just it, it, it's been unique in how things have fallen all across the globe. And, and if you look at Europe, Europe just keeps sinking deeper and deeper. They have problems in Italy. A month ago, there was no problems in France and Macron was fine. Now they're rioting in the streets. And, and there was actually a story that the riots got so bad last week that President Macron had a helicopter on standby to evacuate him from the presidential palace. And, and that, that's just not good. And then uh, Merkel, uh, prime minister of Germany, is is uh, leaving and so you're seeing, and then we have the problems with the Brexit. You know, Prime Minister May and the EU negotiated a deal, and basically the Parliament rejected it, and she won't even bring it up to a vote. It's going to go so badly for them. So huge problems in Europe. China, as we've talked about on the show, the, the, the move back to to authoritarian communism is not never good for any economy, and it's going to be very bad for China. They're going to try to blame on us. So a lot of problems in the world. You've got to be cautious and continue to make that defensive plan. If you need some help, let, go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. It's a fantastic website. You can you can uh, see information about us. You can request an appointment and, and say, Ted, I'd like to meet with you. I'll sit down with you. We'll take a look at your financial situation. 
see how you're set for retirement, and then show you how we manage money using our value investing approach to the stock and bond markets. We, we do a lot of work on crisis and uh, understanding, and we were we were here in 87. Actually, we're, we're almost no one else in Houston but us was in uh, mostly cash at the time because we thought the market was going to crash. Same thing happened in, oh, in, in 99. That was an easy one. And in, in, in 07, we were predicting the failure of the investment banks. No, That was incredibly controversial. I thought it was going to be pulled off the air. And, and But it's so we're pretty good at dealing with this type of stuff. So if you need some help, go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. And at least sign up for our free newsletter. And I'll, the new newsletter is going to be coming out next week. And so and if you haven't gotten one in a couple months, you might have changed emails or check your uh spam box, but it's maxoutsavings.com. And also remember the motto and the philosophy of the Max Out Savings Show is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. We're coming on year end, a couple year end things. Make sure you do required minimum distributions. Now you want to start going on those. And also check your savings rate at the company. The end of the year is a great time to start and change your savings rate for the new year. So We'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070, The Answer. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.